and welcome to High Trek, where we boldly go where everyone else has gone before, but this time we're high. I'm Riley. I'm Balenorn. Also known as Beagle. So I'm told. Yep. Over and over and over yes. again. And I address you as Beagle. Yeah, sometimes you just say Beagle to me. Yeah. For no reason. Because I'm trying to get your attention. I know. By saying your name, Beagle. I know. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's happening more now. Yes. Because I feel more comfortable with you. Oh, that's that's sweet. Isn't it? Isn't it? So, we're watching uh, Star Trek The Next Generation. We are on Season 1, Episode 6, The Lonely... Um, or, excuse me, there's no duh. Lonely Among Us. That's the name of the episode, yeah. Yeah, that is the name of the episode. So, if you watched the last episode, I was excited about this episode because I thought it was a different episode. It's not the episode I thought, in fact... It's one that I had a little trouble remembering what was going to happen. I don't know what this episode is at all. So uh, that brings me to our premise. So I grew up uh, without cable or um, channels or TV. Uh, so I did not grow up in a household where I uh, knew a lot of pop culture. Um, and part of that, one of my big blind spots is the Star Trek universe. I didn't really watch TNG or the original Trek or any of the movies um, or... I didn't really know that Deep Space Nine was a Star Trek show. Um, I also didn't know what Voyager was uh, <laughs> growing up until um, five years ago. Yeah, that's a um, little gap there. Yeah. Uh, so we I've never really watched Star Trek. I did listen to a podcast about it called The Greatest Generation, which was pretty great and got me like... So now I know the characters' names and kind of the basic understanding of, like, the the overall story arc. But I've never watched the episodes, so we're watching the episodes together to introduce me into Star Trek. I'm excited because I just like the idea of being able to live through someone else's experience. Because I will not be able to experience this like it's new because I've been watching it since I was a toddler, essentially, when it came out. And I'm a media hog and I absorbed lots of media and pop culture when I was younger and which is exactly the opposite of Riley here yeah where (laughs) I did not do that although I did watch Surf Ninjas a lot oh that was enjoyable oh my god one of my favorite movies me and my dad watched that several times so good we my family uh we quote money can't buy knives all the time (laughs) have you watched it as an adult uh, I have kind of, I don't think I've watched it all the way through as an adult. I oh. really need to. I still enjoy it. I gotta see it. And it's, 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 it's hokey as all get out, but it's still nostalgia holds it together. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, uh, my, my pop culture existence was, was very small comparatively to most people's, uh, I'm I'm working on watching horror movies right now. So like I saw Friday the Thirteenth. Ooh. Yeah, the first one. I'm working on watching the rest of the classic ones. So. Have you seen Evil Dead yet? Oh, I have seen Evil Dead. I've seen Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two, and Evil Dead Three. You mean Army of Darkness? That one, and I've also seen okay. the musical. I haven't actually seen the. Oh musical. my god, it's amazing. I would imagine so. Like I love I that series. I didn't sit in the splatter zone. Um, <laughs> It has it's a musical with a splatter zone, which makes it just so much better. All musicals need splatter zones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was very enjoyable. That's good. Let's see here, but we're watching the next generation Star Trek, so yeah. 
if you you can watch with us so what we do is we watch so right now we're doing the before we're watching it and uh we talk about like because there are episodes that i do actually know what's happening and then like there are um pretty cool episodes uh not pretty cool episodes but like the episodes that are that everybody knows so like the one um where they go to that weird utopian planet where everybody's hot and wesley falls in some bushes and almost gets executed like i know that episode yeah um, and no measure of a man. Um, I, know, I just watched that last did you? this weekend. Yeah, uh, I can't wait to see it. Like I'm so excited to watch it. Like because I've only heard about it. Yeah, I want to see it. I want to see because like there's one thing about like knowing and even like I've listened to John Luke Picard like say the words and like I've listened to clips and stuff like that, but I've never like seen his face. And I'd love to see his acting during during that episode. It sounds exciting. It is. That's why I like to rewatch it. Yeah. And that's the thing about me. I've rewatched Star Trek so many times. It has to have been at least a dozen in my lifetime. So many times. And throughout different phases of my life, and I learned to see different things. And I, I don't. I, I wouldn't say I live Star Trek, but it has such a fundamental impact on my hopefulness for the humanity. Yeah, that's, and that's I think that's why it's just really fun to have a podcast about it because we get to talk about our different perspectives of watching. Because I'm I am watching Star Trek from my current understanding of where we are in the world of 2021, and you come with all of your perspective like when it was actually released. Yeah, and that you will actually see that happen because I'll sometimes I'll remember remind them that it's you know. 30 years old the world was different than it is now the world was so like it's so weird because i lived through it like like i lived through this time period but it's so weird to think of it as being 30 years ago yeah and so what we would hope is common sense now um what wasn't and people don't usually think about that Oh my, no, I have a really, uh, I watched Pulp Fiction for the first time last weekend, um, and it reminded me a lot that the 90s were full of, like, shock value stuff, like, just to be shocking for the fact of being shocking. Yeah. And, like, um, it really put it into context, like, watching The Next Generation, because, like, it was in, like, what, the, wasn't 90s? Late 80s, early 90s. Late 80s, early 90s. So, like, we were just on, like, the cusp of that. And um, so one of the things that I kind of harp on is Tasha Yar's past and how she always, uh, like, you know, it, it, it gets brought up, like, the rape gangs that she had to survive from and stuff. And, like, she has a very traumatic past. And I, I kind of harp on it a lot of how it just gets brought up, like, just casually. And it really bothers me because, like, that that's a pretty intense thing to have a character go through that just kind of never really like it gets talked about but like not like the whole like trauma of it it's just a thing that happened to tasha yar and it really bothers me the casualness of it being her character and then i remembered that you know after watching pulp fiction that oh yeah the 90s <laughs> we <laughs> that didn't was just care how it happened yeah, yeah that was just it was shocking to be shocking because like that was a thing it's just like oh this is in your face in your face oh why was the 90s like I don't know. I didn't live it from the 70s to know how it changed from whatever it was before that. Yeah. Wasn't just everyone on cocaine in the 70s? Yeah, but we don't talk about it very much. That just everyone was on cocaine? Yeah. Like, my uncle was on cocaine. Like, everyone was on cocaine. 
I don't know. I didn't really talk about what my parents did in the 70s. Oh, okay. It's probably for the best. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, where will we do? <laughs> we don't advocate for cocaine, by the way. Yeah, don't. Like, okay, so here's the thing. is like, um, I, I, our, our politics sometimes get brought up because we are watching uh, Star Trek The Next Generation and we are ourselves and therefore have our own opinions and backgrounds and stuff. Um, I don't. I think it's the right way for me to live, but I don't advocate it for everyone because that's not how the world works. But um, I personally believe that in, a, in the United States, when having good medical um, treatment isn't really available for everyone, that I can't judge how people decide to self-medicate. Yeah. Um, and that's just my personal opinion. Um, and so, like, I'm not going to say go do drugs. Like, don't. But, like, also... Yo, I understand times are tough sometimes. As yeah. we are literally doing a podcast while high. So like Yeah. I'm like we don't make those kind of moral judgments yeah. on the show. Yeah. So just letting everyone know about that. Don't do cocaine and drive or try to have a family or operate heavy machinery. How about that? Be safe. Yeah, be safe is a good mantra. Okay. Be safe. <laughs> Whatever that means for you, be safe. Yes. We're doing a Star Trek podcast, <laughs> right? I think so. Don't do drugs, okay, kids? As we're doing a Star Trek podcast, hi. Oh my god, we are the best. We are the best. Um. <laughs> so yeah, we're going to watch this episode. Uh, we pause in the middle um, and then do a little kind of like talk about what's going on so far. Um, our pause for this section is going to be at timestamp 2015. So if you want to watch along with us, you can pause um, the podcast and watch that part of the episode and then listen to us talk about it. Or you can just, you know, you do you. Like, I, I trust you as the listener to know how to listen to this podcast. Yeah. That's right for you. But yeah, we're going to be pausing it at 2015. Um, and then we'll do our little mid break and then we'll watch the rest of the episode and then we'll talk about the whole episode. And uh, you can expect many different random diatribes into other things like <laughs> drug culture and pop, pop, uh, pop fiction and other random things. <laughs> so enjoy. Yes, please do. And uh, yeah, well, we'll see you in a moment. And welcome back. Well, this is segment two. We have pod the pod, pod the pod, bod, bod. We have paused the episode at it's 2014, actually. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We are a second off of our of our planned time. So we're gonna talk about the episode that we have watched so far. Yeah, um, I was actually a little bit more excited than I thought I was gonna be when a couple I things happened. I only checked my phone one time. Oh okay, yeah. Like I was into this episode. Okay, so I have like the Enterprise is the shittiest Uber. Oh yeah. Actually, like, I take that back because, like, if the Enterprise was only doing Uber, they'd actually be pretty cool because they were just like, yo, we want to accommodate you as best as we can. Like, how can we help you? Like, oh, you guys eat live animals. That's so interesting. <laughs> and so I would say that if, like, this, if, if the Enterprise was an actual Uber, it would be the best Uber. But the thing is, is that... The Enterprise only, like, moonlights as an Uber driver, like, in between gigs. Yeah, and only for important people, really. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's still a pretty shitty Uber. Ooh, I like the formal jumpsuits. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're very good. Very good. 
Oh, I, I also wrote down Riker is my spirit animal. <laughs> I just like, uh, it was it was the moment he was like talking about, he's like, I don't get these aliens who are like so aggressive towards each other. Like, even when I read human history, I don't get why everybody has to be so mean. And I'm like, that's so me. <laughs> <laughs> like, why do people have to kill each other? Why can't they just be nice? <laughs> If I knew Worf in real life, I would not be friends with him. Like, that, he would be, like, the guy at work that I'm just like, you're really good at your job, but I really don't like hanging out with you. <laughs> yeah, I can see that uh, being a thing. Oh, my God. Like, no, because, like, uh, so in the episode, Worf is, is with Jordy and they're checking out sensors and stuff. And Jordy's like, yo, what are you doing here? And, and Worf is like, Fucking Picard likes people to do extra shit, so here I am doing extra shit because I'm a teacher's pet, or at least I want to be, but I'm really lazy about it. <laughs> and like that, that, just that energy, that vibe of just like, ugh. I kind of like how you're uh, getting that vibe yeah. from him because it's an interesting interpretation. <laughs> the warp? Yeah. It's just. And like, I think shit. that's exactly what he. <laughs> They are having a little bit of difficulty with their mic. Yes. But uh, I was thinking about it, and, like, I think Worf's character would agree that's what he was trying to achieve and portray. <laughs> so, then, like, thinking about it, like, in character, that is what the character would love for you to assume. Yeah. No. Like, just, like, I don't really want to deal with anyone. Go away. Yeah. I'm just like, doing what I have really to do. It's really good acting, but, like, I love it. I love, I love that how that character there. Because if you think about it, Star Trek could easily be considered like a workplace sitcom. Yeah. Because that is, they're they're just at work. Yes, they are. And this is the office in space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I think I've heard that interpretation, but it's not something that. Oh no, I I don't head. like the office. <laughs> oh. That's not good then. I mean, like, I don't... So, so the reason why I don't like The Office is because I don't like watching people be mean to each other. Oh, okay. Uh, and that's the that's where the comedy comes from in The Office is people oh, being right. mean to each other. And not mean, but just, like, not considerate or not caring about other people's feelings. And, yeah. And, like, that, that makes me feel uncomfortable. So I don't like watching The Office. Specifically a thing that will not happen in Star Trek. Yeah, so, so I I so far I have not felt uncomfortable between the interactions between well, that's not true. There's definitely times I felt uncomfortable, but not because I think people are being mean to each other. Right. I mean, some episodes are designed to be uncomfortable cuz they they talk about uncomfortable topics. Yeah, well, that's what I, I don't know if that's why it was uncomfortable for you, but Oh, no. I mean, I am weird and <laughs> choose weird things to be uncomfortable about. Uh, okay. Like, you know, I just don't like people being mean to each other. Right. But we've been talking about those, I think. Hmm? When something's weird or off-putting to you usually. Oh, I, yeah, I, I definitely bring it up. Yeah. The note, uh, so anyway, uh, so Worf is in, in the sensor op- it, it was a weird word, like, it was like the sensor testing room or something, like, and I'm like, you have a whole room for that? Oh, oh, yeah, it's where they do all the, like, sensor, like, configuring sensors. Yeah, so it's, like, like what, what, well, it's even like the sensor be, room. Yeah, it's not the sensor room, though. Oh. Because they didn't call it the sensor room, did they? I thought they, okay, maybe they did. Uh, I like, don't know if they did, actually. I, I was just like, what, so it's an electrical panel? But it's not an electrical panel. It's literally a room for the lights that are on the electrical panel? That's a weird concept, isn't it? 
I actually have an explanation that I made up in my head for it. Oh, what is it? Please tell me. Um, so it's actually their way of dealing with circuits. And so the panel is um, the microscopic surface, so they can actually make the adjustments on the circuits um, uh, through so, a tactile so it's surface. Like, it's the um, the interface. Yeah. Okay. It's just it need it's such a large, complicated thing. So they have to have a big interface for it. Yeah. Oh, interesting. That is why I assume they have that in the building or in their ship. That makes sense. I like that better than just me being like, I don't know. It's the room for the sensors on the electrical panel. I've made up things like that to explain lots of things. Yeah, that's cool. No, please tell me them because then I don't have to spend energy on it. All right. That's really nice. Yeah, okay. I'll make sure to keep that up. So anyway, uh, so Worf's fucking off, just being like, oh, I'm doing what I have to do because I want to get good marks with Picard. And um, he's fucking with the sensor panel, and his little stylist uh, conducts a surge into him, which is, I think, an alien entity that is made out of energy. They have never actually confirmed that yet. Oh, okay. Uh, that's how it's acting in the show, if that is. It feels like an ener- alien energy that just... It's matter is just pure um, energy, not matter. Um, and so, but anyway, like, I'm literally watching Worf get shocked, and I'm like, do they not put surge protectors on their fucking equipment? Like, this is the future! Come on, can we not have surge protectors on shit? <laughs> like, this would solve everything. Yeah. Um, so anyway, like, so Worf, Worf uh, is, unco- like, passes out uh, because of the, the uh, unfortunate... Uh, accident that could have been easily solved with a surge protector <laughs> and um then he comes to and he's Worf so he comes to swinging which is just a wonderful little character moment for Worf um uh, and Worf's consistency uh but there's like another med person there blue the blue jumpsuit is med right yeah sciences oh sciences yeah but engineering is also sciences no that's like operations kind okay. of like so anyway, there is this, and I, uh, and like he gets, like Worf, Worf doesn't punch him, but he like flails at him. Oh, and, and he goes flying. Yeah, and he goes flying and like to the ground, and like literally nobody asks him if he's okay until Beverly is like walking out of the room. Like, like it has been moments, and this dude <laughs> is like out cold on the floor. And nobody gives a fuck, and I'm just like, man, nurses always get treated like shit. <laughs> she did ask slow huh she did ask after you thought oh yeah no yeah was she's like to. walking away she's like hey are you okay and he's like getting up from the floor like staggering and they they do not even have him reply no <laughs> there's not no, even a nod a head nod because like i understand like some actors you like you have to pay extras if they just have lines yeah so like you know if you don't want to pay them extra then like but you can have him nod yeah or like thumbs up, thumbs up, universal sign for I'm okay. <laughs> Still in the future, I bet you thumbs up is the universal oh, yeah, probably, sign for yeah. okay. Because Beverly is acting all fucking weird, and then like transfers allegedly transfers the alleged <laughs> alien entity <laughs> to uh, a science um, bay on the deck. No wait, that was definitely before that. Oh. But anyway, Picard's talking to to Data and is like, yo, something weird's happening. And he says, like, it's a mystery. Mm-hmm. And then, like, 
uh, he's like, oh, Data, you, or, yeah, Data, you really like mysteries. And he's like, a mystery is only a mystery unless it's uninvestigated. And I'm like, no, a mystery is still a mystery if it's investigated, if it's unsolved. Oh, my God. The, okay, this is the second time that bad containment protocols have caused the Enterprise to fuck up. I'm not surprised. Like, I think, like, after the second time, update your fucking containment protocols. Yeah, but Learn. I guess they're saying that it was to the point where this, we know how it happened, but it should be impossible with how we have it arranged. This isn't... This... Uh, it's just badly communicated. Okay, well... I feel like... Well, I, I they blatantly like that said that. I was badly that. communicated. I, I think it was poorly written, but it was blatantly stated. I didn't get it, though. <laughs> That's what Dr. Sang, Mr. Sang, was saying, well, it yeah, looked like it did. He didn't go to four years of doctor school to be called doctor. That, that is Mr. correct. He's an engineer. Yeah. He works for a living. That doesn't work because that's their <laughs> Yeah. Um, actually, uh, they talk about enlisted men versus officers at one point, and they literally have that saying, I work for a living. Don't call me <laughs> sir. Oh my god, that's adorable. And uh, it's, a, it's actually a very memorable scene, so you'll see that later. Then I, that's when I, we have another cat people interlude, and I was like, I just put, not cat people. But yeah. I didn't agree. Oh, I just oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I have to say it because he's not here right now. What? Billy has already interrupted my, my thought process today because his goddamn air freshener in that bathroom uh-huh that smells like pine squirted and despite the door being that closed i could smell it and it bothered the hell out of me oh, for like no. the last 10 minutes i mean i literally couldn't pay attention to anything in that ready room scene because i was so distracted by how uncomfortable that room felt <laughs> so i mean these things happen oh i guess so uh no uh so i Whenever I check my phone, I realize that I'm looking at my phone, so I remember to do a phone check tally. Yeah. And so my, my phone check tally just popped up in my notes, so it was towards the end of the episode. And it probably was, because I was just like, I can't even comprehend what's happening in this room right now because of this decorating, and I need to not look at it. <laughs> wow, that's intense. <laughs> yep. Oh my god. Uh, Picard did the cutest little grumpy old dude of like, they don't, and like, because he, so he's talking about the Enterprise, and he's like, state-of-the-art ship isn't it like because it's fucking up and he's just like i thought this was the state of the art they don't make and it was kind of like this this way of saying they don't make them like they used to do they and it was just a really <laughs> nice moment and i like that i'm glad you see things like that in yeah show. it's really cute oh <laughs> so like i'm like man is there gonna be a like a memo that comes out that's like Stop fucking leaning on the workstations. Because, <laughs> like, okay, so this is what, like, anytime somebody's, like, leaning on a workstation, like, the alleged alien entity that's made out of energy, like, transfers from the workstation to people. <laughs> and, and, like, and so I'm just, like, I'm, like, is the, there's a memo that's coming out that's just, like, <laughs> stop leaning on the workstations. This is how we get transfers of alien entities. <laughs> Please. It's kind of messed up. I have something that's tangentially related to that comment what? in the lore of Star Trek and how their computers work. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Because there's one time, like, you can't accidentally touch something on the screen. Well, yeah, because, like, Riker like, sits on them all the fucking time. Yeah, so like... you have to have, they, like, they butt dial, anti-butt dial protection. It's one of the few times they literally explain how something works on the ship. Oh, my God. Were, like, people so confused that fucking Riker's butt was going to cause, like, an international incident? No. That they had to say it on screen? It was a whole... Maybe, I guess, the fat lord could have been like, what's going on? He's sitting on the screen. That's actually kind of a funny way to think that that's why they said that. Because the subject of a whole fucking episode. About how, like, Riker's butt isn't going to cause missiles to launch into space? Not his butt, but that basic concept. Of... No, I know. But I just yeah. like saying Riker's butt. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I know you like his butt. He has a good butt, okay? Nothing wrong with that. <sighs> uh, so, yeah, that's... <laughs> that's the end of my note. Okay. It's just like the memo coming out. It's just like, please, for the love of God, don't lean on the workstations. <laughs> and it's like, Riker sits his ass on him. How come I can't fucking lean on him? Riker <laughs> sits on him. God, these rules, man, are different for ensigns and junior officers. That'd be some good Star Trek humor. That yeah. might be on Lower Decks. Ooh, nice. That we will watch in 30 years. That uh, fun bit, Lower Decks, if you didn't know, is named after uh, an episode of Star Trek Next Generation called Lower Decks because they do that in an episode where oh it's the junior God. officers. I can't wait. I mean, the... The ensigns? Yeah. Lower deck, lower officers. Yeah. I don't literally... I thought ensigns meant enlisted. No, ensigns is the lowest officer. Oh, shit. So they have butter bars? Yeah, like... Like second lieutenants or maybe first lieutenants. I can't remember if second or first was which one's higher. I honestly never looked up how it's technically supposed to be ranked on Star Trek. Oh, I, was I used doing to it through memory. work on an Air Force base, and so you gotta fucking know. Yeah, <laughs> that's not my experience. Yeah, but I mean, I don't. I know they do that. I just don't know what have to memorize. Okay. But Ensign allows them to be a bridge officer, so oh, okay. it has to be an officer rank. That's why I know Ensign's an officer rank. Oh, okay. Because Ensign is a... That's why Wesley, Wesley Clutcher was able to work on the bridge is because he's a bridge oh, officer he's a, now. And oh my Ensign. God. Wesley is a junior detective. He has a little plastic badge and he gets <laughs> to sit on the deck and he's so happy. Yeah, basically. Your turn. Was there funny or campy moments? like yes i laughed a lot didn't i yeah there was definitely some rat laughter i was laughing a lot like it was a funny episode i i don't know if it was purposely funny or it was probably campy funny it was definitely a campy funny episode okay. i wouldn't go full camp like it's not i'm excited for you to watch because i forgot this this is the foundation of like some like major like data stuff oh really yeah this is almost the data episode too oh really and You'll definitely understand that probably the next scene. Five more minutes. Of I know. This episode, and, and so I'm excited far, for you to see I this. Really, I mean, like besides, it's a mystery Shakespeare. Um, I haven't really seen a lot of data episodes uh, moments. Yeah, but I, oh, yeah, that that's for post show. So we'll bring that up again. Uh, the data it's thing. A mystery Shakespeare. Yes. Yeah. I wanted to talk about my interpretation when they were talking about the unethical treatment of animals oh yeah i just i literally didn't care about that <laughs> yeah i know you didn't care about that but it's like 
I wrote down, it's been so long that thinking about our current systems is unthinkable. Because they, they are saying, like, even economic systems. Can you believe that? They used to fight over economic systems? Yeah, oh, Riker. And, and the car. That, that's, Riker is my spirit animal moment. Yeah. And, like, that that's huge in the understanding of the more world building yeah. aspect. Oh, it's really good world building. Like that's that's how you do world successful world building. You don't have anyone be like, "Oh, don't you remember that we stopped caring about money 300 years ago?" Like you don't do that. You just have it happen naturally. Like like that. Like shit. It's been a real long like like Yes, yeah, like surfdom. Okay. Yeah. We don't we don't do surfdom. That's, yeah, that's I don't, weird. I don't, like we we don't start conversations be like do you do you remember when people had to like be uh couldn't work land unless the lord said they could and like do you remember, isn't that great that we don't do that anymore we do not say that we just don't talk like that yeah but because they do it here we're lucky enough to be able to get a perspective that's just so subconscious that we wouldn't think about it yeah and it made me think about it and especially when we we're doing this again it made me like go back and like why do i think the things that i do about star trek and like i can pinpoint these like moments where like that validates my perspective in canon yeah what i talk about i guess that's cool yeah it's good to talk about i like it so there was a jump scare moment but you talked about that oh, when Worf went poof Thumbs up. I, I just, thought oh, so good. there was a jump scare because like i could see it being a jump scare i knew it was going to, he was going to do that yeah but, like, you reacted just at the same time. You went, Rawr! And the so people funny. are just flying so everywhere. Funny. It's just like... <laughs> Especially with you watching your horror movies right now. So, yeah, that had to be talked about. It had to, for sure. And I also wrote, and we kind of talked about this, uh, they no longer kill food as the norm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, they still do have, like, the, the niche, like, restaurants where you can get everything fresh. So yeah. they're still... It's like, it's a hobby, but generally, the general populace is like, why would we kill anything if we don't have to? Well, it's like, it's like the concept of, like, delicacies now. Like, there yeah. are, like, delicacies that are things that we wouldn't, that just are too costly or too um, time-consuming to create. But, you know, if you have enough money, you can have access to it. Yeah, except I can't buy that for the future... Idea, oh my god because it doesn't exist post scarcity yeah but like but, but that's the thing is like the concept of scarcity would change because like if everything ooh, it's things that science science literally that's... can't replicate is what mm. is there there is still post scarcity but it's regulated to, there's only like certain things that scientists haven't been able to replicate and it's like specialized material that is more complicated yeah so that was so specialty yeah well and also just like i bet i bet you there would be a certain social bourgeoisie of eating like something freshly killed every once in a while like i mean you, you do see those moments in the show yeah and so like you know like it'd be like like I imagine, like a, a like a ten year wedding anniversary, you would go have real cow. Yeah, because I mean, there's a big difference. They talk about there's chocolate, but then there's real chocolate. But like, isn't the idea though? Like, it's just molecular, so it it would just taste like chocolate. But, uh, yes, but they're uh, saying there's doesn't... like an inferior like thing that can't be replicated yeah that goes into like a bunch of like that's a philosophy though do you think humans could ever shake that 
Well, in some degree, people make their ice cream different. Yeah. So what you what what, what grandma made if you ever had like well, normal, like, but, like, it's a like lot the difference between be... banana mm-hmm. and fake banana. Yeah. Because well, there's just such a, there's like the science of banana that's fake that for banana doesn't exist anymore. But I would but I would assume that like the technology is so good that like there isn't a difference between fake banana and real banana. Right, but it's more complicated that see if I well, can Okay. So the thing that I think about like, you know, gram so let's let's take grandma's ice cream okay. as the concept, right? And so we have the concept of grandma's ice cream, which is special because it's grandma's. Now, is it special because of the type of ice cream maker she has? Is a specific type of metal and cools the crystals in a specific way? So that way, like grandma's is different because of the equipment she used, or like she did hers a little bit longer or whatever. But the idea that I have in my head of how the replication works is you're scanning an item. So if you had a scan of grandma's ice cream, it would replicate grandma's ice cream. Yeah. But like, so here's the thing is like, if grandma's ice cream is never scanned though, the ice cream that the replicator is going to make is a different, yeah, is going to taste different. Exactly. Than grandma. Okay. Yeah. So Got it's, it. it's all of those at the same time. Okay. That's that concept. All of it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So that's why it was more complicated than just... Yeah. Yeah, okay. We're on the same page. We are. We got there. Yeah. Hooray! We had an excitable moment. Ah! We had this where we just... It all connects. Sometimes we argue the same thing, but we're some for some reason we can't understand why it's different. Not yeah. the same thing? Like, we agreed on... Basically, we just agreed that we agreed on the principles of the discussion. But we, we just, came from it two different th- angles, so it was hard to see where we were. Yeah, because we landed on different like outcomes in a, in a way we, we both look at the scene and we said and i said mm, this is a i don't like this this doesn't work for me and beagle looked at it and said oh yeah no this is to- i understand this and like and then we had to talk about why we were there yeah because they're fun yeah welcome to high trek that's yep. what we do that is one of the things that happens uh so yeah the not killing part is like a big thing because that's like a fundamental like ethical question that we're dealing with now sometimes between veganism and well yeah and yeah. now that we have a uh, plant-based uh food which yeah. is like the impossible burger is ever i still have never had an impossible burger so i mean this is actually an argument that was started with that i for the first heard about in star trek oh really this like yeah that's when i first started thinking about if we don't have to like kill for meat and we can just replicate it why wouldn't we just fucking replicate it and not hurt the animals? Oh, totally. Like here, so here, do we want to have this discussion now? We should post it. Note this. Okay. I want to talk about the whole like, is it better morally to talk like to eat meat? Why I don't? Why I haven't eaten the Impossible Burger? Why I'm not on a vegan diet right now? Like um, that whole conversation because I've thought a lot about it. Yeah. It's a much bigger topic that it, we're gonna have to put off. Yeah, and it's a fun topic. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. Yeah, we're thinking about doing post-it note episodes. Yeah, where so. we just like sit and we, update we discuss these the post-it notes. Post-it notes. That would just be on Patreon or something. Well, wherever. Wherever. Somewhere. Somewhere. In the deep spaces of the internet. If you follow the clues we've strategically put in these episodes, you will find our secret stash of podcasts. Yep. <laughs> It'll be somewhere. I'm pretty high right now. I was looking at my notes while you were rambling. And I was like, awesome. I focus my notes while they're talking. To yeah, no, like, they... I was going to vamp for a little bit longer because you still looked like you were, like, looking at your notes. Oh, no, I was ready to go. I was <laughs> just going to let you finish your thought. And it was like, 
How do I respond to the thing that I wasn't exactly listening to? Oh, no, I didn't expect you to be listening to it. I was oh. wondering why you're reading notes. No, and then the next thing I have is I, mystery, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. This is something that starts a whole bunch of blah, 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 spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. How did I forget this? Oh, my God, this is awesome. Well, like, I know that there's a holodeck episode where, like, uh, is that data, like, uh, plays uh, Sherlock Holmes or something? That's the thing, yeah. Yeah. Is that what we were referring to? In a way. Okay, because, like, I know, I know, like, uh, it's really important to Data's character, like, the way that he connects to mysteries in Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. As in, he wants to be a real boy context. Like, he, like, uh... Alright, so think about every episode you have seen. Yeah. How many times have they ever mentioned Sherlock Holmes? A lot. Or none. I don't know. I don't pay attention. Once? Once. Okay. Here. Without spoiling it, you obviously know what I'm getting at. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, this is the first time they mentioned something that you that... know is important. Oh, okay. That's cool. And so, like, it doesn't seem like it's important, and that's why I'm not going into detail about the but, subject. Like, the idea of, like, Star Trek as a mystery, like, as the genre of mystery is valid and a, and a way of seeing Star Trek. Or, sorry, the next generation specifically. Yeah. Because uh, I get, because I always always think of like original OG OG Star Trek as like an action, like that the genre of that is like action. So like if you have like sci-fi as oh it's in space, like like sci-fi for me is more of a setting, yeah, than a genre. Uh, we're like kind of western. Western doesn't really tell me what the genre is. Westerns are in the West, like that's the setting. Usually they're like. They're very much, um, there's a bad guy. I have to save the town. Um, but, like, they can also be, like, mysteries and romance. And, like, there are other, like, things yeah. that happen. Um, where, like, original OG Star Trek would have been, like, an action show. Yeah. And uh, Next Generation is uh, more of a, a mis- like, a, 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 yeah, a mystery novel. Well, in that case, uh, it almost, they take you out of the scene when they're kind of, from that perspective, almost mocking themselves? No. Okay. It was cute and tongue-in-cheek and adorable. Alright, perfect. Because I hadn't really thought about that. Oh. So I didn't know that wasn't a concern for me. But I see that. But that's... I have my other ideas so ingrained, it's not going to overwrite it. Yeah. So... But yeah, that's why I'm really excited. And um, you got about 95% right. And so I don't want to tell you about the 5% that I'm thinking about that's okay. going to happen on this episode. Okay. Because you don't know exactly what's happening. Don't spoil. Don't spoil. Yeah. Spoils. And, and then I and I was really excited about it because it's pretty funny. Okay. Well, I'm excited to talk about yeah. it when we finish watching the And episode. hopefully everyone, I didn't overhype it. I do that sometimes when I'm high and excited. So here's the thing. Both of us are really excited about random shit. And, um... That's why we're recording a podcast. It's because it's really fun to listen to people be really excited sometimes. Yeah. So it's okay to be excited. Okay. Last <laughs> thing. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you. Aw, I appreciate you too. <laughs> so the last thing I have is Captain still paying attention to Wesley. Even though they never really are in the same scene, I don't think. No. They're like, oh, dude, Captain said it's school time. You got to get out of here. He... He's still paying attention to you. I'll get in trouble if you don't go to school, buddy. Uh, like he he didn't see it as no, but like, but like, like yeah, Captain's looking out for him. That's yeah, it is. is it this, is. It is there in the context of the episode. And that, those are the little details that I've pl- spliced together over the years because I've seen this too many times. Well, a lot of times. Oh my god, that reminds me of shitty mama. 
Shitty mom app? Uh, no, uh, shitty mom. Beverly is being oh. such a shitty mom. <laughs> like, this whole fucking episode. And I know half of it, she's, like, possessed by an alleged alien entity. But she's such a shitty mom. Like, that's when she was being a good mom, was when she was being possessed. Like, that's terrible. Oh, no, that is a terrible implication. I have excuses for it. Okay, so I'm going to actually explain for the listeners what, what I'm referring to. Oh, that's, that's, that's important. <laughs> uh, so there's a scene where uh, Beverly, who is being possessed by an alleged alien energy entity, um, comes in and um, Wesley is at school or doing schoolwork on a laptop or whatever. And Beverly like looks at it and is like, oh. And then uh, um, Wesley turns it back around and kind of like, mom, what you doing? I'm busy. I'm on my computer. I'm doing shit. And then she's like, like oh well tell me about that and he's like oh it's just it's boring shit you wouldn't like it and she's like no please tell me about it and like he gets the biggest happiest look on his face like he's just like it's christmas you want to know about the things i love yep Ah, uh, you never do that mom and i'm like she is being possessed by an alien entity and this is the only time your son has felt connected to you you're a shitty mom <laughs> yeah I completely saw and understood that when you shouted that out. <laughs> when I was like, what? Because I could definitely see that interpretation, and you're not wrong. Oh, my God. And it was just like, and then, like, and then when she went back to normal mom, and just like, oh, don't you remember when I was talking to you about, like, the crystals and shit? And she's like, no. I would never do that. I hate crystals and shit and all that stuff. Never talk to me about this again. I'm... I'm par- like I'm. Oh, you're definitely interpreting. Your yeah, no, I'm. That. <laughs> I'm. I'm being dramatic for it. Yeah. Emphasis. I wonder these things when you bring that up. What? There's a reason, not a reason, an excuse for it because we may be paying attention to that more than it actually would because it's highlighted only in certain seats. Oh. So yeah, that like... might be an interaction. However. Picard has a special interest, so we know he's a super special boy, where this is like, this isn't just like his enjoyment or something, it's like, this is going to be his existence. And yeah. why it's, yeah, and like, sometimes I mean, mom just, I don't understand any of that stuff, as long as he's having fun, I'll just... Yeah, but like, I... I... But I understand yeah. why it happens. I, I get... Oh my god, I get why it happens. Yeah. I have hung around kids who just want to... Telling me the plot of watching a Let's Player play a game. Yeah. And I have sat there and listened to that 10-year-old talk to me about that for about 30 minutes. I imagine that every day would be exhausting. Right. So, I mean... Like, I have empathy for her. It's just, like, it's just the way that it was portrayed. Oh, as, oh like, absolutely. <laughs> like... Uh, I mean, like I said, I, I make canon to exp- I like really get in depth and like like what would this be like and I don't know like I said I watch this a lot and it's yeah, no, part of my it's, life it's but, weird it's, it's, that's and what I'm, I like because like that's I also think about this kind of crap when I'm high yeah I don't like, like, that's the shit that I don't yeah. feel like anyone talks about I don't feel like anyone talks about whether um, Beverly's relationship with Wesley was any good or whether Beverly was a good or a bad mom like no one talks about that they always talk about Wesley and Picard 
acceptable that there are like huge pages upon pages of people talking about this and I'm just not aware um, but I also don't like to interact with a lot of the internet so and I'm gonna love being the filter for this so I like oh that's a spoiler bye no I don't want anyone to be like you said a weird shit and it wasn't right I have this voice it's very authoritative I don't think anything I say is 100% right unless I say it and back it up with the research. Most of the time, I'm just saying shit. I just sound authoritative. So I think going forward, I would like you to think about moments where she's a good mom. Okay. And see if you see those as an evolution point. I think there are episodes where you can say that you can make judgment calls both good and bad, and it's not a topic they don't play with. Okay. I'm going to put Beverly, good mom question mark to remind me that i'm supposed to keep track of beverly's being a mother and like i i honestly hate using the term good or bad mom um people do the best they can with the situations presented to them and wesley is obviously a kid that's like fed housed clothed in really hideous sweaters I loved uh, that he probably chooses himself by the way oh jesus christ he's a teenager can you imagine a world where like being kind of rebellious is wearing really chunky sweaters <laughs> that's might be that that is no i haven't but that's actually kind of that is the teenage rebellion everyone else has like these jumpsuits that are like really elegantly tailored so oh my god that would be teen fashion is like what's the opposite of what mom and dad wears i'm gonna wear that Chunky sweaters. That is sadly valid. See that happening. Oh my god. Hot take. Is Wesley teen fashion icon? (laughs) This is the hot take to get here on High Trek. There will be a pull for this. I guarantee this. I will make it as soon as I start editing this. (laughs) Yeah, so that was um, all the things I was thinking about talking about. I feel like it like... uh... I like Star Trek feels like it's getting into his groove like I am liking episodes I am not having to like be like but what the fuck why Ugh, ugh. you know it's just like it feels like all right this is the group we know the group they've been introduced that we know their archetypes let's go let's just let's have fun with this gotta say that honestly I kind of thought about this episode and I'm like it's a throwaway episode. I'm not going to have much to say. And we are now at uh, 58 minutes. Shit! Yeah. Oh my god. This is one of the... I, I swear we just keep talking more and more about Star Trek as we integrate each episode. And they just get longer, the discussions, because it's getting more nuanced or some crap. Yeah, but like eventually we'll we'll like settle down we'll we'll hit a we'll hit a medium so yes uh 2015 is the timestamp that we're starting at (laughs) we haven't finished the episode no we have not (laughs) talk long enough about to go to the bathroom again i know me too all right so we'll be back in a moment uh enjoy the rest of the episode i think uh, we will enjoy it more than we thought we would at the beginning of the day. Or it's going to be absolutely horrible. Find out after the break. The stunning conclusion. And we're back. Yes, um, we are. We just finished watching Next Generation um, Episode 6. Uh, I think it was called Something Among Us. Lonely Among Us. Oh, there was no the. It was just Lonely Among Us. Yeah. Oh my god, I wrote what the fuck like four times. <laughs> yeah. This last part. What the fuck? I'm so, I wrote so many notes that like. There's so many I 
exclamation points on my page is ridiculous. And I probably wrote down what happened when you made them. So we can compare <laughs> notes. Alright, uh, so one, I had a five phone check on this. and Five? Yeah. I I'm not kind of surprised based yeah, on your Yeah, like, I was really into it. I just, I don't know. Maybe I was overstimulated and need to like not look at the screen. Oh, okay. So there's too much going on. It might have been. I don't know. Well, that's, I mean, that's the fun thing about tracking phone distractions. They had two very different storylines going on. Yeah. Okay, we come in, right? So we come in past break. A dude just fucking died, which I completely forgot about. Like, that a dude just fucking died. Like, that I didn't even mention this on the last segment because I completely forgot that a dude just fucking died. Yep, it happens sometimes. So a dude just fucking died. And then, like, nobody gives a shit. Like, Wesley is still just like, oh, yeah, my mentor just died. It's cool. Did you click the buttons right? You're not clicking the buttons right. (laughs) Everyone's just like, does not give a shit. This dude just died. <laughs> like, fuck. No moment of silence. No nothing. It's just like, fucking the same. Yeah. Sometimes they talk about it when it happens, sometimes they don't. Usually they mention it in some kind of respect. It's just like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're exactly right. Like. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, like, oh, like the second half of this episode was so buck wild. Like, just. <laughs> fucking oh my god like i uh, every moment i'm just like what is this what is this did the uh get funny campy yeah oh my god okay. it was so good oh my god oh my god data wandering around like the fucking um not it, it's not the the same room that we call the ready room anyway uh and, and data is just being the most dramatic bitch ever and i am so here for it like (laughs) he has a pipe he is smoking his pipe he is talking in sherlock holmes vibes he is in it and i just love it i love that Riker is just like dude you're being ridiculous but i like your style yeah yeah like Riker's just like man this is over the top but you know what he's having a great time and like that's I love that about Riker. And then you got like Tashiar who's just like, fuck, really? I wanna just do the thing. I don't wanna fuck around. I just wanna go on and take a nap. Like there's a show on later. Can we just fucking not? <laughs> that's ta- like that's Tasha to a T in that scene. Oh yep. that's so good. I think I cheered a couple times. Oh You did. You most certainly did. Oh my next note is and I love him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, I like the philosophy of the duality of man with Troy. Troy, Deanna Troy. So mm-hmm. Deanna Troy is like, like, how come you didn't sense that there was? A, oh, are we? We don't have to say allegedly alien possessive entity anymore. That's correct. Oh my god, thank god. <laughs> exactly what I wanted to bring up about Troy in that scene. Oh really? Like, yeah. I, I loved what the what it stated. Like the idea that humans are in inherently duplicitous um creatures and i'm using like duplicitous not in the common like you know number one mm-hmm. meaning but like a couple of down one um like more of its root determinant meaning that idea that all humans are conflicted inherently mm-hmm. is so fascinating to me like that's not how i view humanity is i don't view humanity as conflicted it is an interesting i want to look at that and i like i like this 
Because that's obviously one of the, the, the narrative philosophies of Star Trek The Next Generation is the duality of narrative. Yeah, really, really is. It's, it's like getting all the information and you're making the, deci- the deciding, like, the question is how you react to something and the, the thought process matters. Yeah, and the, the internal conflict uh, in not a negative term or aggressive term yeah. that people have. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. Yeah, so I'm interested in watching that storyline continue in the series. That is something I would like to pay attention to. Awesome. I like talking about that. I also then... So one of the one of the little notes that I write for myself is um, I do... I like using Mexican italics because I know that the excitement is coming before. Because I read things out loud a lot and it's really nice to have the exclamation point before a sentence so you know how to emphasize a sentence versus afterwards where versus you read it and you're like oh shit halfway through the sentence i realize i'm supposed to be excited yeah uh so i use in my notes uh mexican uh, uh exclamation points a lot and i have exclamation point lawyer picard exclamation point <laughs> uh because the idea of duality of man and lawyer picard are pretty much hand in hand they are they are different concepts but they are analogous to each other is that a word yes okay is that the concept i'm trying to express i it sounds correct but i'm i'm, I'm thinking that t- intuitively rather than technically okay well i'm sure we'll find i know out. what you mean regardless yeah. if the word used right or not okay cool i'm glad that i'm communicating effectively to you yeah that makes me happy <laughs> So, but Lawyer Picard is like, lo- uh, like, so, and when I say Lawyer Picard, I mean like Picard as thinking as the archetype of prosecutor. Yeah. In all culture, we, we develop these archetypes of different ways people interact with each other and communicate. And so you have like, uh, like I know, like, like, like the grandmother is an archetype and the clown is an archetype and like, there's many, many different things right and uh that's what i mean by like the archetype of lawyer picard is one that that deals with the duality of man is like is the archetype that is mostly associated with that concept and that storyline i have nothing to add to that but i agree (laughs) oh yeah so so anyway picard is like possessed by an alien entity right and like functioning as captain and like fucking Riker is like we can't do anything about it with uh nothing we can do with uh, that's not against regulations and i'm like we all literally know he's being taken over by a fucking alien entity and that doesn't give you the right to fucking tase him or sedate him or declare him not a fucking cat he's possessed yeah exactly and you know what they have actually no proof that they can you know yeah they, they do they they, the fucking they entity told beverly that's proof. Beverly is. Oh, they lost. start. They started acting against it at that point. I mean, that's but why. No, the... no, that moment. That moment when the entity tells Beverly that the entity is there and and like fucking take, talking through Picard, you fucking remove him of duty. You sedate the motherfucker and remove him from duty. What the fuck? Yeah, I guess it could have happened there rather than in a few minutes. Oh, rather than when he decides to attack the ship. <laughs> oh, he attacked the ship because of that. I'm dropping my notebook for dramatic effect. They did. They're very <laughs> flustered. How I view that is I just incorporate it into the character development and the society, and that's just how they think. And <laughs> this, like, is, this is not good enough protocol. It's just, that's how, seriously, because I have a lot of notes about this is like 
the a quandary. This is like an ethical question. They didn't just gloss over this. They keep repeating, like, we need this. We need this. We can't go around this. Go around what? The, the, the rules about relieving him of command. But, and, like, they're, no, but they're, there are, the rules are set up. The rules are set up, so it's it's literally if Beverly. I know that they're taking it to absurd levels. Don't get me wrong with that. I agree with you there. I even have a sarcastic note about this, but I'm just saying that's what the material they have presented us with is. So either we have to. It's bad writing. I don't disagree with you. That could be how it was created. Okay. I don't like the way it feels. It doesn't feel like a good scene. It makes me confused and conflicted. Yes, and I hate being the guy where they say it gets better. But well, yeah, no, that's, the that's how it works. We'll get there. Yeah. Time will tell, I, I'm sure. My they never completely get rid of it. I mean, I'll be honest. We're, so, we're all in this. We're watching this together. We will. We will. I, I do not mind. Like, when, if things change and I am presented with other data, I'm going to, like, change my opinion on it. I'm going to change my opinion as I'm given more information. We're just not there yet. Yep. Gotta be patient. I know. This is a journey we're on together. I can't just decide that yes. you're not an asshole. I and I am your guide, and I'm guiding you by letting you know. By the pushing future... me down the stairs. Well, it's more like I'm letting <laughs> Look, you know. down there. He's going to be awesome. Just jump. No, I'm just warning you that there is development, so you don't think you're stuck with this oh, yeah, thing no. you don't like. No. Like, I'm... <laughs> that's all. That That's the hope I'm trying to bring okay. to you. Okay. That's why I say it the big okay. at all. Okay. okay. I was like... Uh, oh my god, so then, so then Picard is relieved of duty, finally, when he fucking attacks the ship, he is relieved of duty, and, uh, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, that's so late, that's so late, <laughs> like, that's too late, and then, like, he's, so he's relieved of duty, and I would assume that at that point, the ship would no longer recognize him as a captain, and we are in red alert, an attack has happened on the ship, and... Picard just walks out of a fucking helm and the door just opens for him. If you're on red alert, wouldn't you have it so like all doors like are like respond as shut? Not necessarily. You need to get to from location to location. Yeah, but like okay, so if you have a super smart technology thing, like couldn't it, it identify each person and know if that person was authorized or not to go into certain areas during a lockdown? Potentially. However, and I can use uh previous shows for this their thinking on the subject is so different than ours about personal space and people's boundaries. That mm-hmm. if you remember, you remember the episode with the Chinese singer. Yeah. The kids with, went into the conference room and played in it. That's connected to the bridge. Yeah, but I assume that's because like okay, so if all the panels are like Riker butt proof, then they must be sticky finger children proof too. They don't push buttons to walk into rooms that it opens. Yeah, but there's nothing in there that they can like fucking fuck with. Yeah, but that also is the bridge. In, in they, the middle of an emergency, I imagine that that would be different. No, that's my point. It's not, obviously. Because there's multiple times they talk about this. Oh my god, they just have this shitty program. No, it's just they have different concerns than we do. <sighs> I guess. I'll I, accept that. Another case, because I'm on, I'm on a rant now. Um, I want to be done with the rant move on. <laughs> no, I'm okay. reading of Wesley. Wesley... The door stayed open for him while he was in the terminal lift to exit, despite Captain standing orders that no children are allowed on the bridge. Oh, it was shit. That... You're right. Yeah. This is a shitty program. It's because it's... they never even thought that that was a necessity. If they have to lock down, they use force fields. 
because they can just shut you off from going to this location. Well, shouldn't they have done that? Did they? I don't know. It looked like they were incapacitated. Oh, yeah. He did attack the ship. I'll right. accept your thought cannon. All right. Thank you. I knew I had some reasons. I no, get no, no good reasons. Yeah, no. <laughs> I just, I, I wanted the ship's doors to work differently than they do. I learned a valuable lesson. If I actually do a real rant, I usually get to a good reason to have the rant. So you learned this lesson now. It's incorporated, correct? No. This is my one first rant I think I've actually done and literally said this is my rant. And ended with you agreeing with my rant. Yeah. What's wrong with like it's not Nothing's wrong with it. It's awesome. I appreciate it. This is a great moment. I mean come on. It's hard for you to admit. No, it's not wrong for you to admit when he's wrong. It just doesn't happen very often in your your experience. In your experience, because I'm not wrong usually. I mean, we have good discussions about this, and we usually come to an agreement. Yeah, but it's not almost every time, and it's usually not like it's usually like, oh, I agree that your your idea is valid, but yeah, sometimes I agree, and I've gotten them to agree with me. Maybe not as often, but often enough for them to be surprised sometimes. No, it does happen, and I'm not like. I'm not upset when it happens because, like, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Like, I, I'm not 100% right all the time. I would say 85%, which is still pretty fucking good. Yeah, it's a B, middle B. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good way to live a life, man. You know, I get more excited every episode. I'm, that's weird. Anyways, <laughs> well, we know, should move on. Flow, we know what we're doing. Yeah. Like, it feels good. Like, the show's getting into a flow where it's enjoyable. It's not stuttering as much. Yeah. It's nice. It's a nice experience. Okay, my next note is just what the fuck with four exclamation points. Because mm. that's what, like, the fucking Picard and the Entity are like, we want to beam out, and Picard wants to be energy and with me and free and roam space. And I'm just like, what is happening? What is happening? Okay, to answer that, I'll ask you a question. Do you remember when I talked about it's going to be similar to, you go find character beasts that are similar to the tox- intoxication episode? Yeah. It's like his secret desire because he's been put in the position uh, where he gets to do these things. So it's probably not lying. I think they intended a real murder be how yeah. they acted. Oh, yeah. And so I think those are secret things that he, he didn't disagree with. Again, duality of men. Oh, yeah. No, that's a good point. Uh, it's just... Now, this might have just been a me thing, but I would have shot that scene differently. That's plausible. I mean, you have a different take on media storytelling. Yeah. I do, and like, and I, I would have, I would have liked that scene to play up the conflict of getting everything you've ever wanted, of like having that be possible, and I would like that to be shown more instead of him. It's because right now, cause the way it was told is just, uh, it's evil Picard, kind of. I didn't it's selfish take it. Picard. Right. It's chaotic I... Picard. Oh, well, chaotic Picard. Maybe well, I, well, I dialed it back a little. Yeah. Okay. Next on the list. Uh, the next on the list was oh, swing out arm. Cause like I oh, yeah. mentioned that like they haven't used the swing out arm, and then somebody used the swing out arm, and I was like, oh yay, swing out arm. And then my next note was what the fuck. Another one. Yes, three in the exclamation points. Uh, because then Picard's like, yeah, no, I'm just gonna beam out. Look, me and Entity, we got real close in the last two minutes, and he's in my body now, and so we're kind of married, and we're gonna go live our lives. Off in the glow cloud. And uh, they love you. Thank you for supporting me and my decision. And Picard just fucks off for a gap year, I guess. 
Yeah, something like that. <laughs> uh, I mean, they, they highlighted this um, reasoning, so I'm going to use it. Uh, it wasn't Picard. Was the entity? It was something new. Picard and the entity. Yeah, there is a true merger where he can't even remember everything because some of it was his stuff, some of it wasn't. So it's was just like an actual blending of two consciousnesses. Yeah, but still. Because they didn't think about it. Like fuck off in cap year. Like 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 they're like, like we can't do anything to stop him. I'm like I, you could sedate him. You could kill him. You could, there's so many things. You could put yeah. a force field in front of them. Again, you could slough off the the beanies. Yeah, bean but they, area. They, they can't you think could... of any moral reason to do it. Then the fact that he's possessed by an entity, like that's a good enough reason, because I think. The... Yes. You're not in your mental capacity. Like like if you can't be captain, you can't be um ex- like expected to make your own decisions about your future with with like a, the future. Yes, however, they could also be under and I say this because it comes up sometimes. Uh, it's a merger of a new entity, therefore it has its own right to exist. Yeah, but it also then, just murdered a person, and it doesn't have the right to do that. Right, but that does if they can't fix it, so the other person gets their but life you back. You could have like some fuck. Give it five minutes to be like, we will sit here for five minutes to like see if we can goddamn figure this shit out. Take a breather. Take three breaths before you decide. Well, the crew didn't want him. They tried to stop him. No, they did. There was no force field. There was no sedation. There was I nothing. thought we agreed that they were incapacitated by the alien I magical field. I forgot about that. Nobody jumped on him and hit him with a space duster. No, he Ding. took the first action to attack them. Yeah, but they, they, he, like, they stopped. He stopped attacking them, like, after, when he went to the, the... He was he on the, the turbo port. lift, and it kept going after why, he left. Why was that available, but not... Because space magic. The force? I, I literally have the space magic thing. <sighs> okay. I mean, there's, there's a reason you just have to believe in space magic. I don't believe in space magic. Oh, well, you're not going to enjoy the show as much as I think you are, then. That's okay. <laughs> no, they try to explain things. But no, I mean, there's like, this is an alien entity force that didn't know could exist doing something to the ship. It's just, it's not hard to turn off things. Like, legitimately. Okay, so here's the... What do you mean by turn off things? Okay, it's just, it's harder to get through a door than a force field. A force field can malfunction. A door is going to be there. So, when in doubt, resort back to like, how you did it like in the olden days. Like, how before we had technology. Like, people have doors. Mm-hmm. Doors have been around forever. They work. Proven to work. They have doors on Star Trek. They're not force fields. They're fucking doors. But people have such good boundaries, it may not occur to them. Yes. And I know the up- aggravating. I know. But it's been shown in canon. <sighs> it just doesn't make sense. No, it's a completely... Can you imagine a world where boundaries are respected? I can, but I Alright, this is a version of that. But, like, you still have doors to shut if you are... Okay, so here's the thing, though, is that, yes, that's great with the boundaries, but, like, they have people who aren't a part of their culture on the ship all the time. Like, they have guests and stuff, so you still want to have doors to keep rogue guests from outside of the bridge. I mean... So you'd want a door that could shut and stay shut. That's never their first thought ever, so I think they're pretty consistent about it. Christ. I know. That just doesn't mean. It is. I just. I mean. Nope. It's outside of my understanding. There's a moment in Measure Man where I can point this. Uh, this happens again. Okay. 
We'll find out. Like that. That. that well, will be we, a get... thing. we will continue on too. Is just this concept. We... Is it boundaries versus bad writing? Yeah. Stay tuned. We'll continue this discussion. Yeah, because there is bad writing. Yes. This will hopefully be something we remember. Ah. Uh, anyways, was that your? Let's read. Still have more. Oh no! I just keep saying what the fuck because then because <laughs> then Picard like fucking beads out he just goes he's just like i'm just i moved in with my with my fiance we met two minutes ago we're gonna go live together forever in the universe and then he just like beams out and then like they're just like the fuck the fuck and then um uh like fucking diana troy is like i sense the card the blending didn't matter it's like i found out he cheated on me he had another <laughs> wife in a different galaxy and i wasn't his true mate and so i was like no we got this we left the cab running for you buddy we knew we knew this was gonna happen so they go down to the beaming place and then they like they're like ah oh, i can uh i have the little bit of memory of like of his his body and shit and he has been the energy has been outside of the body for so limited amount of time that we could just pop it back in and maybe it would work and maybe pretty much kind of clone him i guess it's not really discussed but boom it's done and then and then the captain is back as lazarus arisen from the dead and here Oh, there's a lot of magic done with the transport. Oh, Data the Wizard. <laughs> Data the Wizard. So Data sits there in the transport, and he's he's reading his tablets, and he's just sending off his spells, and he's just like, beep, boop, 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 wizard spell. It's if the so soul remembers to return to the transporter, I will be able to cast my spell, and he will be alive. <laughs> yeah. Data's a wizard. This oh is why God, we call him a wizard. Uh... <laughs> Oh my god, camp as fuck. Okay, um. <laughs> and then, like, so here's the thing is that Picard is back, right? He's back from the fucking dead. And, um, and then, like, Tasha Yar is like, dude, I've been fucking with these aliens who want to kill each other all day. And I'm so tired. And they just keep trying to kill each other. And people, as they walk by, you got fucking in a stranglehold in there. One of the traps <laughs> earlier. And I'm trying to deal with this. I understand there's something going on with the house, but also there's something going down here. And I really just need some help, okay? Now that your thing's over. And Riker's like, the captain was just possessed by an alien entity. Could you give him a moment? And I'm like, a dude died earlier and we couldn't <laughs> fucking deal with that they couldn't have a moment for that that's fucking fine but picard decides to go on a gap year with his just now boyfriend friend not a uh, partner i shouldn't gender the monosystems they they are now uh what's john luke picard plus the entity what's their couple name Ooh, i'm bad at this but we need one yeah so anyway we have the entity couple name decides to go off on a gap year they find out that they're not compatible in space which is really sad for like Picard just had this a magic moment where like he just experienced pure bliss and everything he's ever wanted and then it was taken away from him that is actually pretty heavy it is but it does deserve a moment you know what I take back what I said Riker was right to be like dude this dude just got everything he ever wanted and it was ripped away from him. Give him a moment. Empathetic swing. I know. Check it out. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that happened. 
I'll say it in my notes. You yelled and clapped at Did Gnomes. At, at what? At what? At when he mentioned Holmes. Oh. Before he, you like, I think all the dots connected for everything I said that this wasn't just going to be they mentioned Holmes. There's going to be like yeah. something you don't know what's happening going to be with Holmes. Yeah. And then it happened. Yeah. Because he had no idea about it. It's like he literally they, they, studied they him like that. They had set up. They had set up, and then the payoff was there. And yeah. it was a well-written episode. It was a well-written moment. I enjoyed it quite immensely, and I clapped because it was there. No, no. Yelled and clapped. Yelled and clapped. It was pretty awesome. And that was even before you saw what he was going to do. Oh, yeah. That was just an anticipation. And that's why I think I'm having, like, every time it just gets better because you keep getting, you keep relieving those moments. That's <sighs> <laughs> oh, all sentimental here i don't I, know i'm a very enthusiastic energetic they person. are i have i am a bold big person with lots of emotions and expressions and i freely give them to the world through <laughs> this podcast uh, literally the third thing i wrote space magic oh my god hypnotism <laughs> oh my god no like, like that makes sense to me though i mean it does they conically that, that humans sense. can do and so the idea that another culture could like know how to tap into like relaxation to a point of be able to relaxate each other makes sense to me like that just seems like a hyper extension huh. well it's like... good because it makes sense to me too oh, okay and and that's why because they've introduced stuff where that could happen it's yeah. chronically possible yeah no and uh, okay. that's been set up very well yeah uh, sometimes i still have to just call it out when i see it uh, okay. even when i'm watching harry potter i'll just like magic just for the hell of it. Harry Potter it, has magic. Did you know Harry Potter has magic? Oh, my brother gets so annoyed. <laughs> I not talking about things I watch over and over again. I know. Oh my goodness, I watched that way too many times, yes. and Billy refuses to watch it with me anymore. I watch I it so many. I got him to watch it with me once when we watched uh, Wizard Dear Readers. Yes, Wizard he, People Dear Readers. Yeah, that was good. Anyways, I like calling out Madrick for no apparent reason. It's just a habit I have. It's very good. And then, what fucking class was Troy? I forgot. She did, like, the fucking space magic. And I'm like, remember, what did we put it? Was it Bard? Troy? Yeah. Deanna Troy is Bard, yeah. yeah. It was Bard. Okay, Bard could do that shit. Got yeah. it. Yeah, okay. Because Bard, like, has control animals and other stuff like that. Doesn't yeah, like, I don't, like, like, I don't remember. And, like, the, can't... Well, he well de- I, I'm thinking about, like, like Peter Piper. He deals with <laughs> emotional manipulations. Yeah. And stuff like that yeah. in actions, so, yeah. Because, I'm, cause, like, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a fucking Peter Piper Bard spell out there. Yeah. Oh, I'm almost positive. He, they, that is Peter. That is a bard. Isn't... That's like the archety- archetype bard right there. Yeah, Peter Piper is exactly, and so that's yeah. why, like, like yeah. So that being able to control people's emotions through song or manipulation of emotions—that's a bard. And I don't remember the specific scene, but I know this was in there because I wrote it down, and it's important. Interesting choice of how we talk to each other, like in the show, like they made obvious choices like this is how we deal with conflict and and it was earlier in the show because i had a lot of notes data and Riker talking mm-hmm. there's obviously a conflict because data is doing something foolish yes however it ultimately doesn't matter so Riker doesn't say anything because yes. it doesn't matter exactly Riker's having a yeah. good or not sorry data is having a good time why ran yeah. his parade you know it's not hurting anything nothing is nothing is coming to harm for him having a good time now, imagine if we currently in our society had a militaristic um, exploration service like the, like this. Would that be allowed? Oh, shit, no. Exactly. Just the difference in how people react is so important, I think, that um, it deserves to be mentioned. No, because I forget because like that, that's how I try to communicate with other people mm-hmm. is because like, 
the understanding is that like every every human being has the same right to be here as i do and so they have the same right to do the same things that i do and if i sometimes need to express myself with being a little foolish then i should allow other people to do that as well even if it's something that annoys me if it's not hurting me yeah let them fucking do it and even when it went up to it the card had to say something yeah was the pipe was getting bottom in it he was literally smoking the pipe yeah, no, there was, was smoke like, coming out it was so good like, that that is oh crossing a boundary and Picard was like please uh, next time this is kind of a command just don't bring the pipe like it's so good because it's just like this moment of like oh you know what i don't it's cute what you're doing is cute you can continue it just like come on man turn it down you're you're at 11 can we go to eight i'll accept eight part of me is like so in love with this because i've seen it so much in the series that i think it's almost unintentional and yeah and like people were thinking like back then because that was that's more rare than it is now yeah and, i guess yeah no but like this is like because that's the thing is and, the obviously uh my my way of communicating is influenced by you know other things because i i can't do something i've never seen so and it probably was influenced secondarily by star trek the next generation yeah I mean, the more I think about it, the more I align with this so much that I think this is an indirect cause of my version of morality. Less indirect nowadays. I mean... I analyze it so much that I realize that, like, I back up a Star Trek lore like it's real or something. I mean, mine is legitimately just do as I wish, as long as you harm none, which I know is like the Satan te- Satanist creed, but I don't know. Oh. Fuck, it's still good. <laughs> yeah, it, mine it can be phrased similar. But like, and I guess a lot of my stuff can be boiled down to like boundaries and how they deal with conflict yeah. is so far removed with how we would consider it being done. Like the door thing, for example. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Like uh, the idea of not having doors that shut. Yeah, and I could not. Im- why would you even have a door there? Why not just have an open force field? Like what these? Ugh, just, I don't understand. They live in a society, and I know this is DS Nine, but it's the best example. They literally say it. There hasn't been a terrorist attack on Earth in over a hundred years. And that's huge. That is huge. So to live in a society where not even a one angry person decided to go blow up a building or, you know, shoot some kids in school. That is so sad. That's that it, so sad. It's that such that's a bare minimum. Are. Oh my god. Yeah. No, I just thought of Wow. Uh, see, this is why I like that kind of uh, storytelling because they give you the things to create this awesome powerful narrative now not everyone's going to pick this up yeah no but like i took the time because i am an anxious child and i overanalyze things i thought like what would it be like to be in a world where like no one had been like no terrorist attack in 100 years that's the thing that's that's good media inspires other people like There's a lot of problems with J.K. Rowling and uh, and Harry Potter that I don't really want to get into. And oh yeah, that's a whole. Uh, Google some shit. But one of the reasons why, because like I don't feel like, and that's hot take. I don't <laughs> feel like Harry Potter is good because the plot is good. I feel like Harry Potter is good because the world is good, and there are so many unanswered questions. It's just this is how the world it works that you can fill in the blank to it, and that's why we have so much fan fiction. That's why like anybody can write it. Yeah. Because the rules are so basic that you can just like put anybody in a harry potter world and run with it you don't have to have a lot of understanding to like to to work the magic system yeah it's so simplex it and, is and so like that's why i love 
Harry Potter is just the building blocks of it. It's so nice to look at like and, and imagine a world that would be like that. And like I feel like Star Trek the same. Like Yeah. Except see I, I get frustrated then when like things don't aren't seamless. So because it's written by from someone from the perspective from not that perspective, you're gonna come into like those problems because like we have doors. We would design a set with doors. All you need to design a set with doors. Yeah. Um, the idea of not having doors is ridiculous to us. So we wouldn't design a set without doors because the person who wrote the the history of Star Trek and the person who designed the set are not the same person. Right. And so like you you have to put a lot of effort into a project to try to explain to whoever's designing your set the world and the concepts behind like and if you're doing a tv show where you're like what recording 27 episodes a year yeah yeah you, pff, i don't have time for that shit build yeah. me a set build I, me a spaceship and i don't think they actively done that but it almost seems like there's these things that connect so much for me it's just happenstance and like it almost builds is builds its own narrative and yeah. i don't know if they did it on purpose well, i don't like, think they did things like sometimes. that because like, that's the thing is like uh like um, as humans, we all, um, there is an actual timeline of things that have happened. Yes. And some of us know about them and some of us don't. And the more we know about the actual timeline of things that have happened, the more we can make understanding um, culture and art as a, as a conversation. So we're going to have little pieces of ideas together. Like we all know, when I say Cinderella, like you know that story yeah and like and like um noah's ark yeah. like i understand the idea of like yeah. fables and culture yeah no like it, but the yeah. idea of like of a of a thing so so inherently known to us that it is carried out throughout culture and shorthand yeah and so there are those pieces throughout every story and so we're gonna be able to, to share the building blocks of the story right yeah I honestly don't remember my point. I lost it halfway through. All right. I'll see if there was a point when we were listening to this. Because <laughs> I think I understand what you meant. Cool. That's good. Let's see. Lots of clues. Easy to read. Yes. Fun. Also, yes. Oh, yes. Like, of course everyone fucking knew that he was possessed. They even, <laughs> like, even they were saying, like, of course we fucking knew after the... Did you notice that? Yeah. They were like, oh, we're not fucking dumb. They just... We can't do anything because of these rules. Yeah. And and they just kind of like, and so like, is it easy to read? Yes, it is. Because we figured, you figured that out a long oh, yeah. time ago. I just, it was very obvious. Yeah. Of course you got it. And, but it's also kind of fun. Like we figured out before the cast did. <laughs> and that's just kind of fun, you know, like, ha ha ha. Some, if it's easy, <laughs> as long as they don't always make it easy, you know? Yeah. And sometimes it's just well, fun to like get one over on the cast. Well, yeah. And like, also we... We have a more, like, you know, uh, we get different perspectives. Exactly. Well. Yeah. Well, because we literally saw how they happened. Yeah. They didn't know why Warp happened. We didn't. Yeah. We didn't, like, I mean, we got to see the whole connections because that's how you tell yeah. the story versus the independent, like, view of one yeah. character. But but I, I just like how it was easy and I just had that thought. Like, sometimes it's just fun to oh, yeah. get one oh, over on the. That's the yeah. fun thing about mysteries. I wanted to make, like, a website where um like it would have all the basic mystery books and you could like 
uh, write like what what page or like what chapter you got the bad guy and like write it out and then like unspoil it so you could see if you're right and then you could compare to other people and like when they got it and why they thought so I thought that would be fun but that seemed like a lot of effort so I didn't do it yeah um, oh also I talked about how they deal with uh, command because they they made a point like something's wrong yeah uh, let's get together let's talk like how, how should we proceed and they kind of all came to an agreement and so that's the decision and this is like a rare chance for you to see how they deal with interpersonal conflict yeah because that doesn't happen because it's written to design it's designed to not have very much like actual inter conflict like that unless it's an outside source and like in this case being possessed mm-hmm. yeah you can't that's the future yeah. that they wanted to portray yeah and it was a creative choice by roddenberry and I love that they had to work within those confines because it created a show that I love. Yeah, it's a, I mean, oh, the show. I'm like, this. you said this episode was filler. Oh, no, it's one of the, well, yes, I'm talking about the overall oh, theme because okay. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. one of the rules, that yeah. he, one of his rules he has set down for the series. Yeah. I don't think this episode is filler. I think it might no, it feel wasn't. like filler in the grand it definitely scheme of wasn't. things. But, like, I, I don't know if there are any filler episodes in the first season because they were still establishing yeah. so many things. There's depths, there is one show, there's one episode, and we're not going to skip it because it's our... But there's yeah, a clip There's a stop. clip episode that was so common back in the days because, you know... Clip show, a thing that I skipped. Yeah. And it's just because of how media was portrayed. They, I understand why they had it, but when you're streaming it, nah, I'm yeah, done with that. you don't need a clip show because saw that episode like yeah. two hours ago and then i thought you were gonna point this out but like cat mccard mm-hmm. fucking gaslit the fuck out of them did he oh shit when he was just like maybe you're tired no i kind of took it as a like as a look the only way we can actually tell him that his logic is flawed is if we fucking take away his captainhood and i don't really want to escalate to that moment right now can we give it a couple more minutes just to see if he's not hurting anyone yet can we just can we just see if we can give him some logic first let's just let him let him do his thing let's see if we can snap him out of it holy shit are you reading my mind because it's exactly what how i was going to explain it oh no, you're coming you're starting okay yeah perfect all right moving on need to comment on it because i was like oh that's cool that's yeah okay well i'm glad you took it that way because sometimes you don't see the same thing i do yeah (laughs) perfect I, I usually bring that stuff up when I don't. When I know I see it differently than most people do. Oh, and here's the. Oh, of course they aren't stupid. They just have to deal with training command. It's more important. Yeah. It was just what was more important, and they and that's how they chose. Uh, Frontine exploring. Oh, Captain McCard's moment of this is my secret desire. I want to be. I just want to be out there exploring, no limits. Just see all the new things. Yeah. And, and just like I want to see what no one else has seen. Yeah, I really wish they would have. Um, put into that a little bit more yeah uh, um i think they developed a character where that makes sense okay. and those desires are slowly more fulfilled because he's always the explorer and he gets into archaeology and yeah so i thought that was really important even though it wasn't as dramatic and, and nuanced yeah opening doors without asking is so unthinkable i had to write that down but we talked about that already oh one of the times where there was a resigna- resignation. The creature said, fuck the Starfleet. This is more important. I'm out. He resigned. Captain. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, he was giving his resignation to the crew. Oh, shit. 
Oh my god, yeah, because like again, like you know, he's like, yo, me and the entity, we we're making a whole new entity now, and we are we are the John Luke Picard entity. We'll find a better couple name, you know. Just we're gonna go out into the universe and explore together. It's gonna be great. I'm no longer captain. Bye. Yeah, that's what he was basically saying, and we just get. I've gotten into the habit of pointing out when resignation happens because they use it as a story. Uh, yeah, well, because like I mean, and like, how important can, it is. Because that, because that, that brings up some really interesting world building. Is like, okay, so if this is militaristic, is it that voluntary that you can just like literally give it up? Because like the way that the United States military works, and the way that I understand the concept that the military works, is like you know you don't you don't really just get to quit. Yeah. Like there's there's some things like it's hard to just you don't just get to be like you know what. I'm gonna go off exploring the universe. Bye. Yep. Like derelict of duty is like a crime in yeah. the United States military. Can be. They threatened with martial or martial, eh, martial court court martials. Court yeah. martials. That's the word I'm thinking of. They do do that. Yeah, and so like the idea that just like he he can just leave and without any repercussions is. It, you know, it says, hey, this might be based off of the United States military, but it is not, not, it, there have been some changes since you knew about it. Exactly. We're on to the next one. Oh, we're basically done here. Wesley would have figured it out if not for school. <laughs> uh, I guess Don't I have two stay things. Don't school, kids. If you're a genius <laughs> yeah. prodigy, drop out of school today. Sorry, if you're, if you come from a wealthy family and are a genius <laughs> prodigy, Drop out of school today, borrow some money from your parents, build a computer in your garage, and go for it. That's my dream. It's not happening. Unfortunately, you... I don't have the money part. Yeah, it's the wealthy parents. Yeah. I also don't have wealthy parents. Yeah. All of us prodigies who didn't have wealthy parents don't get to be prodigies. (laughs) (laughs) That's what capitalism did. Yep. So I just thought it was funny, because like he was starting to figure it out, and then he was sent home. I bet you if he sat on the computer, and fir- he would have figured something out. Oh, like, right, would have be like the episode, Wesley saves the day, and then, like, it, it cut to end. Yeah, because, uh, like, the entity said he was, it was trying really hard to communicate, and Wesley sees all this nuanced bullcrap. Oh, shit, Like, yeah. maybe he would have seen, like, some writing in. or something. He could have just wizarded it. Yeah, he would have just sorcerer figured sorcerer, it out. Sorcerer, sorry, thank you. Sorcerer, he's not the wizard. Data's yeah, the wizard. Yeah. So the, if you don't, if you've never played Dungeons and Dragons, the difference between a wizard and a sorcerer is so minute that it, you think we're being really nitpicky. No, it's, it's the source of their magic. Though. I know, but it's just really dumb. Uh, for anybody <laughs> who's not into Dungeons and Dragons, sorry, like I find it fascinating. But the idea is that a wizard learns spells through books and reputation and um, and like uh, learning, but a sorcerer has magic inside of them and can just tap into it. Yeah, it's an intuition-based magic, I would Versus call it. Versus a, a knowledge-based magic. Yeah. And so that's why we specify that Data is a, uh, a wizard and uh, Wesley is a sorcerer. is because the idea that Wesley is is an adept. An adept? To adapted? I don't think those are the right words. He is adept. Yeah. He is adept at something, yes. Yeah. He's, am I saying the word weird? Yes, that's probably <laughs> what it is. I think it's spelled the same way both ways. <laughs> Anyways, he's a prodigy. Yeah, and so uh, he he has natural talent where uh, Data is all learned talent. They're both talentful. They're both talented. 
talentful. They're both talented, but uh, they their talent yeah. comes from different places. And also, I wanted to point out that they let the cast share like revelations. You know, when they just kind of go around the circle and they talk, they talk, and then eventually someone comes up with the answer. Mm-hmm. They share it around people. It's not always the same person. Yeah. Like today, it was Troy. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, I just thought that would be a neat little thing to point out. Yeah, no, I really like the idea of like this ensemble cast where the head of each division is actually very important into the decision that everyone makes. Yep. Yep. Well, um, on that note, I'm ready to eat some, some food. Oh my god, it's so hot, I want to turn on the AC. Oh yeah. Like, oh my god. Uh, so thank you so much for listening to yep. High Trek with us. The next, um, oh, the next episode, I'm going to go this way because uh, it's a spoiler you already know. I do? Yes. I believe, if I'm remembering correctly, this is the garden episode. The garden with where Wesley, Wesley falls into the bush? Yes. Oh, no. Oh, I'm so excited. So that is oh, the my next God. episode. Now the question is, do you want to turn on the AC or do you want to watch the next episode? I want to turn on the AC for a bit and then we'll watch the next episode. Okay, so we, this I might need, be a good... I need a cool down break. All right, so if you're listening to this, we probably record the next one the same day. Oh, woo! So the next episode is episode seven. I think it's called Journey. Justice. 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 One word. Justice. I'm excited to watch it now that I know it's the garden episode. I'm interested to talk about the metaphysics and ethical quandaries it brings up. We'll see if I can cool down enough so that I can function with talking about all that. If not, we'll see. We'll see. Bye! It'll be fun to, to watch this episode with you guys. Have a wonderful day. This is High Trek, where we boldly go where no one else has gone before, but this time, we're high. <laughs>